In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 five-year-old man playing PlayStation VR 6, and you'll be like, I I actually read the saddest story the other day about a dude who was in his, I want to say late 60s, early 70s, and he's been playing Asheron's Call, um, the massively multiplayer RPG um, from Microsoft for 17 years. Um, And it was like his community and his friends, and it was something he did every single day. He retired, and he did a bunch of it, and they- Turned it off. Oh no! <laughs> and he's like, he's. It was just so sad. Like this guy who, you know, had done all these things and just like shut off part of his life. Oh man. Yeah. You well, know? that's why. That's right? why video games shouldn't be your life. That's why you should play two MMOs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this episode, episode twenty-two, there is a lot we're going to be talking about. Um, Nintendo, of course, had their Nintendo Direct, so we've got all kinds of stuff to talk about there. Are lots of games coming out for that. Uh, and including the fact that the Nintendo Classic, the NES Classic, is no longer in production. So we'll chat a bit about that. Um, my cousin Vinny, we've got a great uh, topic from him this week, as we always do. Yep. And last weekend, I went to Betacon in Portland. A lot of fun, lots of stuff to talk about there. Good stuff. So that's all the things we've got coming up today. But first, Cliff, what have you been playing? Lots of stuff. Lots and lots and lots of stuff. Um, like, literally, this is even one of those weeks where I'm like, damn, Cliff, maybe you should slow down a little bit. <laughs> um, I played Black Mesa. I don't remember if I talked about that last week or not. It's um, Half-Life. Essentially, uh, I don't know, eight years ago, uh, Gabe Newell came out and said, like, here's this new Source engine. Like, man, it's not going to be too long until someone redoes Half-Life in this new Source engine. Um, and literally, uh, like, 30 people in the community just got together and redid Half-Life, and it took them eight years. Yeah. So but almost a decade later, here it is. Almost a decade later, and it's gorgeous, and it plays really, really well, and it's really fun to go revisit that place if you've never done it. Um, you actually got a copy. This was in uh, the Humble Bundle last month, so give it a go. Cool. Um, that's, you love that's finding been, out you have games. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, by the way, you've got that game. It I happens do. to me all the time. Yes. <laughs> Literally okay. all the time. <laughs> um played some cluster truck we've talked about that in the past it's a this weird game where literally all you do is jump from semi to semi i watched um, your video oh it's it's go watch the video because it's almost impossible to actually explain what you're doing um it's not expensive it's like 10 or 15 bucks i've met the developers they're super nice guys it's published local by tiny build um 
really stupid fun. It it would be a great couch co-op game too, like even though it's single player because it's one of those games where you can try a level and you'll get frustrated and you can't beat it and you'll hand the control over to the next person and they're like, oh, I got this, and they'll beat this level and then they'll hit a level that they can't beat and you could just pass it controller back and forth among two or three people and have a really fun time. So. Nice. Are you, are you, what are you in that game? I don't have any idea. Because it's, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's a first-person view, right? So you but it's, like, entirely first-person. You don't have arms. Jumping. You could be a kangaroo for all I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, no idea. Um, my theory, though, is the reason they don't show you as a... Like, the reason you're essentially bodiless is because otherwise they would have had to animate you getting crushed by semis over and over and <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> so, my theory. Um, so, Nautica, another early access game. I think Black Mesa is still in early access as well. But uh, it's like a underwater survival game. You're in a spaceship that crashes into an ocean. And you have to swim around and get resources and research fish and find stuff to just like any other survival game to survive and not drown. And I think Subnautica was in the Freedom Bundle, the Humble Bundle Freedom Bundle. I think it was one of the games that was in there because I want to say that's in my library. That's a possibility. I think it was. It, that's a real good possibility. Yeah. yeah. So if you pick that up, you might want to check and see it. if you've got it. Really fun, and it's gorgeous. I have a video of that, too, that is just it's stunning, the underwater vistas. Um, <laughs> vistas. Vistas. Um, I also played The Division and Destiny, which are very new to me, but I think everyone else has already played those. If you haven't, um, now's a really good time to get back into both of those because there's tons of patches, there's tons of expansions, there's a, a you know, mammoth hill full of content and they're just both great. I they're both very different and they're both very fun. And you're playing Destiny on the Xbox. Yep, and Division, Division on, on the PlayStation. Oh, yes. Okay, we need to do yeah. that together because you've got it too. He I hates both of those it. games. Oh, I, thought I don't you had hate it. the Division. Oh, you I don't played the Division. Oh, I thought you had it. I had a bad experience when Destiny first came out. I just have it revisited to see if I would actually enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're very okay. different. Yeah, like, the, I think it's interesting because the the Division feels very. Real, mm-hmm. um, like, but not only like it's set in a real place, but it feels very realistic. Um, like the city that they the, the, the recreation in New York is unbelievable. I mean, of course, they took some liberties with certain yeah. things, like you kind of have to do in a game. But like, you go into uh, the the Madison Square Garden, yeah, and there's a big like the big first kind of mission to introduce you into the game that was in the the beta testing stuff, the beta access crap they did before it came out. Like, you get to go into Madison Square Garden yeah. and fight. Is it's, the Division's New York better than Infamous's Seattle? Oh, yeah, hands down. Dang. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, like, like Infamous's Seattle, Infamous's Seattle is just kind of, like, inspired by Seattle, where you've got the names of the neighborhoods, and, yeah, they've got the Space like Needle. Like, pretty much every movie filmed in Seattle, it's really just inspired by Seattle. <laughs> they yeah. took some stock video of the, the Space Needle and then put, like I said, I, I've told a million people this. The, the way you know something's set in Seattle is every single office has a picture of the Space Needle in it. Yeah, basically. Which I thought was really <laughs> dumb until I moved here and realized that every single office you go into has a picture of the Space Needle in it. So Pretty much. Yeah. It's just too great to make a pretty movie right. here, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. And it's so much cheaper to film in Vancouver anyway. Exactly. So, um, but like I said, the division is is realistic not only in what it looks like, but like the guns handle very real, very realistically. It's 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 kind of hard. Oh um, yeah, I love that game. Stuff's kind of bullet spongy, and the division is almost the opposite. It plays very much like a Halo or Gears game. Um, yeah, it's all cover based. It's uh, the division is. Yeah, the division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and. Uh, Destiny is not. Oh, right. It's very, like, run and gun and real good, like, weapon snapping. Like, it's very easy to shoot in that game. Mm-hmm. The shooting feels really good. Um, they're just very different. They're both really fun. I think oh, I'm going to yeah. be playing both of those a lot more. They're so good. Um, 
So a couple things I actually do want to talk about sort of in-depth, I guess. Um, one is Overwatch Uprising, the new um, event. Event. I guess event. that Overwatch Spring is running event. right now. Yeah, so it's the new, new PvE um, game where you have four players on your team and you just fight a... Originally, I thought it was going to be kind of like a zombie horde mode, and it's really not. It's actually... They let you loose in King's Landing? King's Row. King's Row. Yeah, King's Landing's for Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> different. King's Row and... You, you you start with your four players, and you're just getting constantly attacked by these kind of alien robot critters. Um, and you have to unlock three different areas and kind of hold them. You know, it's you'll, you're hacking these areas. And so while you hack, you have to kind of hold the point. And then you there's an escort mission where you escort, like, a vehicle over to— the payload. Yeah, payload. But, it, but then the payload, payload explodes. Um, the payload actually blows a hole in the wall, and then you have to beat, I think, four end bosses— um, to we beat it on the easiest mode on probably our fifth or sixth try. Um, more, less because it's necessarily very hard, and more just because we the four of us that I was playing had never really played together very much before. Or is it so just that different from Overwatch? It's really, in really, really different. Um, I think no, having beat it once, I could probably beat it relatively consistently now with the right team. And I'm sure if you've got a team that plays. Often you, I mean, like I'm not great at Overwatch, um, but uh, it's really fun. Like I would a hundred percent if they just said like, "Hey, we're going to put out a new game that has ten of these maps," I would I would go buy it right now because I think I like Uprising more than I like Overwatch. It's huh. and it's not because it's a better game. It's just it's. It's, it's a more game. the kind of game I yeah. want to play, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, and frankly, I kind of like PVE. It. It gets rid of a lot. You don't really have to think about what you're shooting at. You're just like, oh, they're moving. Shoot at it. That and, like, it gets rid of a lot of, like, I'm I'm just so, I'm so sick of stupid people in online games that at least when half of them are computer controlled, I only have to deal with, you know, so many people telling me to get good. Um... (laughs) You know, and this is and, it, and with Get good. right, and with four people, it's not that hard to find three other friends you can play this game with, um, as opposed to like a full team of Overwatch players is six, and that's that's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. So, but I I really 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 enjoyed it. If you haven't tried it, give it a go. It runs through May first, I want to say another two weeks. Yeah, week so, and a half from when you're hearing this. Yeah, give it a go. It's really fun, um, and you can play either. There's two different modes. One is with four characters that they have defined as the the like kind of can't. Excuse me, canon characters for this game, which is Torbjorn, Tracer, Reinhardt, and a and fourth, Mercy. Mercy, yeah, yep. And I, I we did not beat it with those things. characters. We beat it with, I want to say Sombra, and I was playing Mercy. My dad always plays Junkrat. as Junkrat. <laughs> but we logged in the game, and like I'm like a level seven. My dad's level fifty two. I'm like. <laughs> Jeez, Dad. <laughs> Good job, Dad. Your dad's better than me. He's right. It was really strange. He's better than all of us. Yeah, it Overwatch. was very strange. Um, and then my brother played as the new character. That I can't remember the name. The weird horse Arisa. robot. Arisa. Yeah. Arisa. Arisa. And she's cool. Like her. Chorizo. Her, Chorizo. her, uh, her shield is awesome on that level. It's, right. it's really handy. So give it a go. Um, the other two things I want to talk about real fast are Thimbleweed Park. I know I've been talking about Thimbleweed Park for a while now, but I actually beat it day oh, before finally? yesterday. And I played it on casual mode, um, mostly because I just kind of wanted to be able to get through it. Um, it took me about 10 hours, I'm going to say, and it is so dang good. Um, 
it has a really, really good twist in the middle um, that I, I you can't. I mean, the problem with a game like this is it's it's all story. It's kind of like talking about Firewatch or any of those. You can't really like I can't say anything except it starts out with a murder and you you know play as five or six different characters. Um, it's like the perfect point and click adventure game, though you. You have enough characters that if if you, you get stuck somewhere, it's super easy just to switch to another character and do their quests for a while and, and figure out their stuff. The story is spectacular. It's really, really, really funny. And the ending's almost kind of existential. Um, it's really, really interesting. Um, it was one of those games where I beat it and immediately just kind of went, oh, I want I want more uh, of that. Done. Like literally, it was it was very much like you know how when you finish like a really good book or a really good movie or even like like you see the last Harry Potter and you're like oh there's never going to be more of those or you know you finish a really good book you're like oh there's never going to be more Does of those. Does it end with it just being done? Is do it's it's I mean could they make another one? I'm sure right. um, because the ending was the. <laughs> Like I said, you can't talk about it, but right. the uh, yes, you could 100% make another one. And even if they don't, I hope that this team makes more of these games because it took – and I'll get a little bit into this in, into when I start talking about Full Throttle. But I'm playing Full Throttle Remastered at the same time. And so that's a game that came out in 1995, same genre, kind of point-and-click adventure game. And then they just remastered it. So it just looks different mm-hmm. but still has the exact same play mechanics. And – I'm about an hour into it, and you very, very quickly realize that play mechanics in adventure games from 1995 were not good. <laughs> um, like, it looks gorgeous, but, you know, the fifth time you're like, okay, guy, walk awkwardly and jankily over to here as your bad pathfinding takes you strange places. And, you know, you're doing these puzzles over. There's a part where you're trying to get into a junkyard, and. If you can't figure out what a puzzle is, the dog chases you all the way across the junkyard and back to the starting point. And so you then have to walk all the way back across now the junkyard in full throttle, in full throttle okay. and try it again. And, and Thimbleweed Park very, very, very smartly removed all of that. They took out all of the annoying walking. They took out they took out death. There's no way to die in that game. They made the puzzles make so much more sense. So many of these – I'm playing full throttle and I'm like, these, these puzzles don't even make sense. Like you literally have to guess that that was the right way to do mm. Things, and so I really hope that Thimbleweed Park either they make a new one or they make another game like it because oh god it was it was perfect it, go buy it literally right now and play it if you like adventure games at all if you don't like it's probably not for you <laughs> but it gotcha. was it was a lot of fun so finish that I'm working on Full Throttle right now Full Throttle apparently I like I'm only an hour in it told me I'm already 28 percent of the way done so apparently it's not a very long game <laughs> it's a short game yeah five or six hours um, then we park apparently if you play it on hard mode is actually like a 17 or 18 hour game so Jeez. there's definitely some content there I'm definitely going to go back and play it on hard mode because I just I love everything about it so much so anyway that's the 57 games I've been playing this week. <laughs> <laughs> and there's video of pretty much all of all them. All of them, yeah. You, Dylan, what you played? Well, it's a deep I subject. Played another teeny build game, um, and it was Mr. Shifty. Oh, I didn't realize it was a teeny came build game. Out on last Thursday or something, I think. Is that um, Switch? Yeah, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it's available and, elsewhere too, and right? PC, I believe. But I think those are the only platforms. Interesting. Um, it looks real good. It's real fun. It's like uh, Hotline Miami. Sort of. Um, so kind of like one hit kills, like you die if you get hit once. You usually got to punch people twice. Um, and there's no, you're not using guns in this game. You're using your fists, but you can shift. So like short range teleporting to dodge nice. 
enemy projectiles and enemies and lasers that are moving around the maps and stuff. So it's pretty fast-paced. You can pick up, like, weapons and, like, spears and tridents and throw them off, like, statues. Like, they'll drop weapons or two-by-fours and things, and you can use those to dispatch your enemies quicker. But it moves pretty quick. It's pretty fun. I think I've made it about halfway through the game. So far, it's 15 bucks. That's not bad. I think, or, yeah, 15 bucks probably. Um, Apparently, it is also available on the PlayStation. It is and the PlayStation. The, I don't, that's really funny because it, it, on, on their website, they just list the PC and Nintendo Switch, and then Wikipedia and puts it on a bunch of things. So ignore me. I don't yeah, know where I it's don't, available. That's <laughs> the, I've only heard PC and Switch, but it's pretty fun. I think it's worth the $15 if you kind of like that that style of game. Have well, you, Hotline Miami always looked interesting to me. Like I really wanted to play that just because yeah. it looked like I like that. Hotline Miami is way harder. Okay. So this one's a little more accessible, I think. Have you run into any of the performance problems that people have been talking about? Because, like, people are really talking about it. No. I don't think I really experienced nice. any issues. Um, oh, it's a Switch ad that's playing with music. But, but that's fun. Um, other than that, been playing Overwatch. I have not played the new Overwatch event yet. Do we'll, it. Hopefully we'll play that this weekend, maybe. Um I like to have play it with some people. Yeah. So yeah, we were talking. Friends. We should try and do it. This so weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I had to dip into my relatives. So <laughs> you'd be like, Dad. <laughs> I know. When you, what, what, hey, Dad, can you play a game with me? <laughs> what level is your dad? I, uh, <laughs> not fifty-two. Good luck getting him on a video. Oh, I was going to say, does your dad play too? You might have played Pong. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe Pac-Man. Um, but other than that. That's not happening. Um, I've jumped into Hearthstone a little bit into this new format now that they've released a new set of cards. So the meta is evolving. A lot of cards are no longer part of standard play. A lot of the cards that I didn't want in standard play because they just got annoying and um, kind of were must-includes, which... I don't like when certain things come out and like it's like an auto include in mm. place. Like if you don't use this, you're not as good or you won't be as good. It kind of just creates a very narrow format. Um, I don't see as many of those cards so far. Um, so it's been fun learning new new decks um, and experience a slower format. It's not as aggressive. Um, so that's been pretty fun. But that's about it. That's nice. about it. Super fun. Um, Mr. Adam? Well, I played Zelda. <laughs> this week in the show notes, he spelled it X-E-L-L-E-D space U-H. It only, it only took uh, me like two or three seconds to get it this time. I'm, yeah. I'm getting better. I wanted to see how long it took if you were actually going to look for it. If you, you caught me it? before my coffee, that might have been a solid two or three minutes. You I, don't get this, I don't get it. The X is pronounced with a Z sound much as the way xylophone is pronounced. Much like Zelda. the word xylophone is pronounced. I'm playing the game Zelda. Uh. uh. I don't get it. It's fine. Don't it's fine. You'll get it okay. one of these days. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've been playing that, obviously. I'm, yeah, I, yeah, I'm just letting it go because I'm not playing Overwatch right now. Let it go. Um, so, yeah, Zelda and I've got two of the Divine Beasts are done. I've got the Zora armor. I'm starting to try, you know, because, yeah, it has been pretty much, I'm just running over here. I'm going to run over there. Yeah. And now I'm doing more of the scouting things Buckling out. Buckling down. Blah, blah, blah. And- yeah, because <laughs> Kevin keeps bugging me. He's like, when are you going to finish the game? How many so, hours in do you know? Never. Oh, like 60, 70. It's not bad. I 
don't know. Like, that's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I so I when I was at Betacon this weekend, I ran into Mikey Mann, who did his uh, Countdown to the Wild. The guy who likes Zelda more than anyone else loves Zelda. Yeah. Oh, he, I was like, so have you got all your shrines? Oh, yeah, I had that a while ago. And I'm like, how many hours until? Uh, 120, 140? That's so, a lot of game. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so there's that. I also started playing, just because I've never played a Lego game, uh, I started playing Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, that's real fun. I know. And I've been playing it on one of these. Ooh, a PS Vita. I got a Wait, PS I'm, Vita. <laughs> you held it up and like, when did you get a Vita? Yeah, you're like <laughs> that to you. Nobody gave it to me. Uh, so I picked up a Vita literally 48 hours ago, if nice. that. Nice. Um, My brother's so happy now. I know, right? Um, for as much crap as we talk about it, or or kind of allude to Tongue it, in cheekily, <clears throat> yeah, because I think it's an awesome system. Like it, they're real fun. Yeah, so it's the the PCH two thousand one. So it's one of the newer models, if not the newest model. I didn't know there were I models of Vita. Yeah. This is the slim. Oh, so this is the slim one. Um, and you know when you just come across one of those deals on like the Facebook Marketplace, yeah, yeah, Craigslist, yeah. let go, whatever, and you're just like, oh, I kind of need to do that. So. I cut it for a hundred bucks. Dang! So that See, that's what I've been looking for. In yeah, Vita. like get, got the system and the game for a hundred bucks. Very nice. Yeah, it's used, but it's the newest one and it's in great yeah, shape. It looks like there's brand no new. no scratches, nothing on it. It runs fine. Um, so I just kind of had to do it. And I mean, the system, even the refurbished systems in the stores are 150, 160 yeah, bucks. Yeah, that's literally new, the they're two hundred. They're just. Yeah, the game is 30-40 right now, so it's like I feel like I got a screaming deal. Yeah, very much so. so. And also, now that I've got that, I'm going to be able to put to use my PlayStation Plus membership very because nice. I keep seeing all these games come through, and I'm like, I want to play that. Yeah. And I can't because I don't have a Vita. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's just a way to you might never buy a game on it, but you'll have a bunch. Yeah, exactly. So, so And it's funny because there was the some of the PlayStation sales. I'm like, I'm going to buy that only to find out I bought a Vita game. <laughs> I mean, so. that's kind of a cool thing, too, about going into a new system and realizing you already have a bunch of games for it. Yeah. That's I've already got cool. like four games on it. So yeah. I've got Oddworld New and Tasty, mm-hmm. which I love the Oddworld Me games. Too. Um, there's a game called Ten Second Ninja. Nice. Which is really cool. You've got like 10 seconds to figure your way through this this level. And it's very puzzly, platformy, but it's, cool. it's fun. Um, and then there was something else that I downloaded. How are you liking the Lego game? This is the I first really Lego like game you've ever played. It's the first Lego game I've ever played. Oh, it's funny. It's great. It's really pretty. The music's great. The voice acting is great. It's a Lego game. Yeah. So yeah, they're really fun. I've loved watching because I've been playing them forever. Um, and it's so fun to watch the, like the evolution of those games too. Mm-hmm. I actually bought uh, the the remastered version of the Harry Potter games this, the Lego oh, Harry Potter games this weekend. Yeah. I just bought Lego Marvel Super Heroes because it was five bucks during the spring sale. Yeah, that's I paid so, 11 bucks for the, the Harry Potter ones. It's Lego time. Yeah. Oh, great. Except for Lego Worlds. Don't buy that. It's garbage. Oh, okay. Hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, it's going to be fun because I am going on a vacation next week and I'm going to have a long flight and then I'm going to be on a cruise ship for a week with no internets or anything. Oh, I didn't know what Cliff was doing over there. I thought we were going to sneeze. I was trying to drink my drink without making a slurping noise in this microphone, but now we're talking about right. it, so it doesn't matter. So now I'm going to have the Switch to take along with us and my PS Vita and probably my 3DS because I picked up Ocarina of Time because I've never played nice. it. Nice. So at some point I'll get Adam's that. Adam's just going to sit on a deck chair and play video games. Basically. That's my kind of vacation. Hey, let's go swimming with the stingrays and the dolphins. Well, I'm just going to play some Zelda <laughs> in the Caribbean, but whatever. That's perfect. So yeah, so that's what I've been you playing. a nice tan? Oh yeah, I'll yeah. come back all... All dark, <laughs> and, and then it'll fade ten it'll, minutes oh, later. It'll peel forty five minutes yeah, after I land in Seattle. In the <laughs> Seattle cloudy skies. So yeah, so that is that. That's real cool. I think that's really cool. I I love a Vita. If I could get a Vita for hundred bucks, I'd snap one up like that. Yep, that's great. 
Nintendo news, Direct. News, news. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you guys watch the Nintendo Direct? Yes. I was, I watched the first like ten I minutes. I tried of it. to. My God, it was. And then I blinked. It was yeah. so fast. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I'll live tweet this, and I'm like writing a tweet. I'd look up. I'm like, oh God, w- what happened? They've released four more games. I've, I mean, literally, I don't. I think I tried watching your live tweeting there for a second, and I'm all, you're not, you're way way behind. behind. (laughs) I mean, it was like, I think it was only 35 minutes long, and I mean, based on this list, I've got to think that they did almost a game a minute. Roughly, it's insane. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we'll run through these real fast, but there's like 50 of them, so we're not going to spend a lot of time. But there, there's a ton, like. Anyone who's complaining about there not being enough content for the Switch, just hang on just for hang a on. week, like because that's when it starts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's already been so many, so many little indie things come out, but uh, uh, the big release I think for this was Arms and Splatoon Two. Arms, um, Splatoon Two, yeah. Arms still looks like a game that should not cost sixty dollars. Um, yeah, I watched because there's that new character in it, Ramen Girl or whatever her name is, Mimi or Mina Mina. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, I think I think you're close enough, Ramen yeah, Girl. Well, yeah, like yeah. her arms are noodles. Yeah, like the, the little Biff the announcer guy is like, and here comes her noodle arm. Uh huh. Um, something like that. Is that what you call it? Yeah. And, and I think we should also say that that was the dumbest presentation I've ever seen. Like, yeah, and I've bad. got reservations about the game overall, just because like I think it could be. I think the idea is fun, Agreed. but watching the gameplay of it, it looks like it moves really slow for something that's supposed to come off as really fast uh-huh. and kinetic. It looks really fun, but it should cost twenty dollars. Yeah, it's there's no way that I'm gonna pay. Well, and I think that's even one of the things I tweeted. Like in a world where Overwatch is sixty dollars and has twenty four, twenty six characters, launching a game at sixty dollars that has six, yeah. seems really. I really, think you really even lame. said something about it being fifty dollars, and you're like, whoop, nope, sixty. Sixty, yeah, because yeah. I thought it was only fifty. But either way, it yeah. looks interesting. But I guess we'll know more June sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Splatoon. Um, two, which I never played the original. Did you guys play the oh, original? Yeah. I didn't. I really? always really, really wanted to, and it, I love the idea behind it. I love that it's kind of kid-friendly. Yeah. I love all those things, and just never bought it and missed all the free play weekends, so we'll give it a go when it comes around It's a good, time. like, arena shooter, yeah. quote-unquote, that everybody can play, because you're not killing anybody. You're You're painting over things and painting people with... Paint bazookas. So yeah. is that that's the objective of the game is to like paint more than your opponents? Yeah, it's almost yeah. like a weird really capture cool. the flag idea, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Just watching some of the gameplay, it looked really like that looks fun. It looks it's like just a little bit different. Yeah, it's, take it's a on very unique shooting. idea, yeah. so. and it's not and it's not a. Uh, and it's not just you're walking around with a paint roller. Like, yeah, you've got the paint roller that paints these large swaths of paint on the like, ground. Like but explosions. Yeah, there's and... like paint bombs and paint bazookas yeah. and spray guns and stuff like that. And it's really cool because it's, it's like a third person behind the... Can you like, play it? Do you have any idea if you can play it two-player split screen? Like, yes, you can. Yeah, see, and that's going to be perfect. I'll totally pick that up. Me and my kid will love it. Well, I know you could be original because that, that's how I played it with I would my, guess you'll uh, be able to on this then. Friend, that yeah. makes sense. Looks super fun. Um, and so, there's match, and they match make and stuff like that too. But perfect. yeah, so if you're playing two-player like locally, you do get matched in with other people online, but it will perfect. split it right there for you. Well, there's no, like, there's no chatting in that game either, right? You can't talk. Not that I know of, no. Yeah, see, it's perfect. Like, it's, a, it's such a cool format because, like, my kid all the time... Once he like sees me playing games like that, I mean, and I'm I, I don't know I don't know bad parent, but like I let him play Overwatch. I let him play. I mean, literally, he was watching <laughs> me play the division. He's like, oh, I'd love to play a game like that. I'm like, well, I don't have an extra copy of that, but you can come play Destiny with me. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. But uh, he's nine; he'll be right. fine. But there's a lot of other games coming out that are going to be right up his alley. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. So, 
not a game, but hardware. Um, you're going to be able to buy a standalone dock in about a month, right? Month from tomorrow? Or month from day before to I don't know. Month I, from yesterday. If I don't even know how this. time works anymore in yeah. podcast land. About a month. Yeah. May 19th. Yeah. You'll be able to buy a dock. It's still outlandishly expensive. Um I think they're like eighty bucks. They're like yeah. eighty bucks for a now, power supply and a port. Now that we've had our switches, though, do any of us consider maybe getting one of these in the future for eighty bucks? No, for um, eighty bucks. If it no, was twenty five yeah. bucks, yeah, I'd put one on my upstairs TV like that. It'd yeah. be great to have upstairs. Yeah, I'm more like I'm. I'd like to have one packed to go all the time totally. and have that one too. connected to my TV. Yeah, it would be that way. I don't have to unplug the one from the TV. But yeah, yeah for eighty dollars, it's just too much. It's especially when you look at it, you're like, I could three D print one of these. You know? Right. I mean, <laughs> so then that makes you kind of wonder. Like the system overall for everything is two ninety nine. If you take that eighty bucks out, the system itself is barely two hundred bucks. I call like. Real hard crap on that. Like, I bet yeah. you, I bet you, their cost to make that dock is like five ten dollars, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's ten. No bucks. technology. Yeah, in it. It, it it has a little teeny circuit board inside. <laughs> and but I, I think all that circuit board does is join the HDMI and power together. Um, so it's a single cable. Um, yeah, it's Ugh. really dumb. I, I find that very gross, but whatever. Yeah, you know. at some point, some third party's going to come And that's exactly out. what I said, is yeah. I, when a third party went, to me, like, it doesn't even need the, like, I don't even need the the dock part of it. Like, I don't care how, I would love just a cable I plug into the bottom mm-hmm. that is powered, you know? It splits off Which a single think- HDMI or a single USB-C out that then goes to power and HDMI. Right, well, you would think that, like, HDMI uh, jacks are all powered, aren't they? Not or all like of them. The, like, well, I know after a are. certain time they're all. I don't powered, know if there are so enough powered like... to power that though. Maybe I don't know. I'm not sure enough. I don't know enough about HDMI to say. Well, it's weird because I can come out of my USB C port on my laptop, and I can power. I can run oh, the signal to my monitor, and I can power all my other peripherals. Yep. Like I've got a five USB dock that I can plug everything yep. into, yep. and it all runs fine. It's just and video out. It's such a it's. It's it's stupidly expensive. Yeah, but no. whatever. Um, first game, Mario Kart Eight. That's very exciting. Deluxe. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Mario Kart games, especially I, that one. That was fun on the Wii U. I, I really enjoy playing it. I don't think I get it to the level that some people get it. Like I've always enjoyed it, but like a lot of people talk about it, like it's just the end all. And I think it's it's real fun, but I guess I haven't gotten that deep into it. But comes out April twenty eighth, and I think it's got a lot of people are just saying like, why are they just releasing? A, uh, what do I want to say? A, a rehash. Oh, yeah, a rehash. Why isn't this Mario Kart 9? I guess is the question. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that, this is going to have new battle modes, it's going to have new characters, new carts, new tracks, and it also is going to run like just butter smooth, 60, 60 frames a second at 1080 when docked. So it's going to be gorgeous, 30 more frames a second than what you were seeing on the Wii U. So it's going to be pretty i think that's it's really exciting if you like those kind of things and i get to take it everywhere and right (laughs) and i have all these extra joy cons so everyone can play. that's actually really true like it'd be cool to bring to the office and be able to race against another person just boom right there and i think you're gonna be able to get both the like two wheels for 15 bucks yeah the wheels are cool looking too did you guys ever have those for the wii u or the wii i had those yeah but they were and they were even like 15 dollars a piece though when back then but now they're giving me two for 15 do they do they work well i've never used one oh yeah if you if you enjoy the motion controls they worked really well such a cool idea I like um, it. 
Yeah. Cool. Uh, Ultimate Street Fighter 2, the final challenge on May 26th. Because there's another Street Fighter we needed. I guess. Okay. Um, Minecraft on May 11th, because, oh my God, there's another system we don't have <laughs> Minecraft on. Like I t- but I told my kid, and he's super excited. So 50 more million copies. It's crazy. I mean, you know, it does come with a cool, like, Mario-themed skin pack, though. So cool. I'm sure, I mean, and that it's, I mean, frankly, that's going to be amazing for, like, traveling, where I can just say, like, here, kid, have a Switch and be quiet for <laughs> 10 hours. <laughs> Go be quiet. Um, Samurai Showdown 4. Um, Street is, Fighter with Swords? It, but it's like, but this is actually like a, this is not a new one. This is like a, a re-release of like a 90s arcade Did you never game. play Samurai Showdown? No, apparently not. Samurai Showdown was amazing. I trust you. It was in the big Neo Geo cabinet, yep. and you could select your games. Like, did you ever play Neo Geo in the arcade? Sure, yeah. You could, like, there's Final Fight, Samurai yeah. Showdown, Metal Slug, all that crap. Um, Samurai Showdown was awesome because you would, like, you would go in when, you're, when your characters got closer to each other to fight. The screen would zoom in on you. Oh, that's you. cool. And, I, and it was, like, 95 when I would see this, 94 when I would see this stuff. And I was like, oh, that is so cool, if not even earlier than that. Yeah, it looks like it, I, I, my notes say it was in the 90s. Yeah. So. Oh, it was great. Interesting. Love that game. I think it's just such a... Big pixelated splashes of blood going everywhere. It's such an interesting game to bring out on the Switch now. Like... I don't know. There's a lot of nostalgia and a lot of love for the Neo Geo system because there were some really, really great games. Well, at the time, too, they were so... $200 a, a cartridge. Yeah, so far ahead of what you could get on a home console, too. Yeah. So. And I never understood why those games were so expensive. Was it, I think it's because, like, I think time, it's because it was a very powerful... I'm going to say computer because I don't know what actually runs an arcade machine. Right. But And I'm sure Hans will be telling me. Well, it was like... I know this. that each cartridge was like 256 yeah. megabits of memory. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, cool oh, stuff. Okay. <laughs> I, remember, I, I remember the same thing, like going to the arcade and thinking, wow, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic Forces, which is uh, coming out later this year, winter 2017, looks like a, just a cool 3D Mario. Or, I'm sorry, 3D Sonic. AKA Wii. 3D Mario. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> the Genesis version of Mario. Right. Um, but then Sonic Mania is coming out summer 2017, and it looks cool, like super nostalgic. Like, I mean, it's, it's just a... A Sonic game. Side-scroller? Yeah. Cool. I mean, like, old school, and, but it looks super fast, and it's super bright, and, and just looks fun. I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, Battle Chases Night War, late that's... summer 2017, turn-based RPG, JRPG, cool. um, if that's your jam. I don't know how to say this next one. Sign Mora X. There you go. It is No a, idea. <laughs> coming out in the summer, and it is a side-scroller kind of shmup kind of game. Looks really fun, actually. What if, is a shmup? A shoot em shoot em up. up. Um, but this actually is almost more of like oh. a bullet hell kind of kind of thing. We learned something today. Yeah, it looks really <laughs> fun in that like it reminds me a lot of like early Super Nintendo kind of okay. kind of stuff. Looks fun. Um, Project Makura. Yeah, okay, we'll I, go with that. I didn't even I summer. didn't even write kind of what kind of game this is. It's just coming out in summer 2017. Um, Disgaea Five Complete. Never played any of those. Disgaea. Nope. Strategy RPG, May 23rd. Um, okay. Looks cool if you're like kind of Japanese, you know, strategy RPGs. Um, yee. Fate Extella. Fate Extella. Are you actually sure on any of these? No. You're just diving in more I'm than I'm just, I'm like, I'm just moving us along because it's it. like, Good I'm man, just going to do it. July 25th, it's a 3D action beat em up, which was already a PlayStation game that was not very well rated. So, <laughs> great. I guess we'll see. <laughs> see, and it's like all these games that keep coming, it's like, okay, this was a PS game that wasn't very well received. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a rehash of a 90s Neo Geo game, which was fun, yeah. but it's still. When are we going to start seeing way more? Of the stuff that was on the Wii U that nobody got to see because yeah, yeah. they didn't sell any of the systems. Yeah, there, I think that there's something to be said for 
re-pushing out a lot of that stuff. Like, I want to see some Wonderful 101 back in action on the Switch, which was a freaking awesome game. I love that game. So I want to see that. I want to see Pokemon Tournament. I want to see uh, some more of the Mario side-scroller games because they were yeah. some... in like, 3D Mario World was so much fun, but not a lot of people got to play yeah. it because it yeah. was a Wii. I think there's you. rumor that Wonderful 101 and... <laughs> The Bayonetta Bayonetta could come to Switch, as well as hopefully seeing, like, Mario Maker. That would be great to have on this. Bayonetta just got released on PC. Which is Um, real weird to hear. But apparently it's gorgeous, too. You can play it in 4K. Oh, jeez. But the same people who make Bayonetta make Wonderful 101. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? We'll see what they do. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris, which has a demo out now. I need to check that out. Uh, I do, too. I tried the demo. Do you like it? it? I've never played Puyo Puyo before, so I tried Puyo Puyo and... I don't really know what to tell you. <laughs> Based on the, the video, it reminded me a ton of Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, um, which is like my favorite tetris game of all game. time. I adore that game. So I, I'm going to give it a try. Um, Monopoly Fall 2017. What else is there to say? Although I will say like it looks kind of fun. And if you're the kind of, peop- if you're the kind of person who plays Monopoly... Um, sorry, first of all. Um, second of all, it's it looks a different like a game cliff. It looks like yeah. it looks like a, it looks like a cool way I to play it. See what you did there. Yeah, yeah. I see that. That was fun. <laughs> it looks like a cool way to play it, though. Um, you know, no, you know, no, none of the crap that's associated with Monopoly. You don't need a board. You don't need dice. Right. You don't need to not figure out where all the on, money is. You're not going to step on the top hat of the exactly. limousine because your kid left it out of the box at two a.m. Yeah, and it looked fun. If that's your if your that's your jam, uh, Payday Two sometime this year. I love that game. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. What's I that? own it, and I've never played it. It's like Counter-Strike, but you're cops and robbers. Yeah. Oh, cool. Kind of. Yeah. So you're four members of a heist team, and you go in and... Yeah, Payday's really good. The um, they've, the... they've done some kind of dumb things with their DLC lately that had a lot of blowback on the PC version of it, but I don't know. Maybe it'll, get, maybe it'll be good. We'll see. It's Mostly, I think that's cool that that's a game that's going to be on the Switch, like... They have not had a lot of that kind of game, so yeah. that, that's cool. Uh, Namco Museum, if for somehow in the last 20 years you have not managed to buy Namco Museum on some other system you N64. own. N64. Or, <laughs> or, or PlayStation or PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 3, probably PlayStation 4. Or the DS or the oh, yeah. 3DS or the Vita. I only have And they're still going to spend, it's still like a full price game too. Oh, anyway, it comes out summer 2017 if you need to get your Galaga on. I love Galaga. Me too. That's the only game I played on there really. Yeah, I don't know. Pac-Man. I've got that on Pac-Man, my NES Classic. There you go. You're Galaga. good. Uh, and then finally, Rayman Legends, the definitive edition. Um, I'm, um, if you don't have Rayman Legends, and I don't know how you would not have it by now, but if you don't. This is going to be real good. It's such a fun game. This is the game. Divini- yeah. definitive version to have. I adore. Evidently. I adore all the Rayman Legends and Origins and everything game. They're so fun. It's probably the best side-scroller out now. It's That's fun. Good. Anyway. Lots of 3DS games, too. Which was shocking to me. Like, yeah. people worried that the Switch was going to replace the... Uh, the 3DS. the 3DS are wrong. Do you want to? Yeah. Um, well, the one that I saw that I was super excited about because this was like the first the first five minutes of the the Nintendo Direct. They were like, so first we're going to go through all these things, and it was 3DS, 3DS, 3DS. And if you missed the first three minutes of that, you missed all of them. Yeah. Um, hey, Peekman, which looks really, really hey. good. Hey, Peekman. Have you seen? Did you see the gameplay? Of hey, Peekman. Either I, one of you. I missed Nothing about that it. one. Oh, but it looks great. When I read this, I think I want it. Yeah. Because I had a lot of fun with Pikmin 3. I love the Pikmin games. I've never played any of them. Oh, they're a lot of fun. They're good. But this is like a side side platformy, puzzly kind of thing. Nice. Uh, So that's going to be fun. I don't know much about some of these other ones. Ever Oasis, don't know, but it's coming out uh, mid to late June. 
uh, Monster Hunter right. Stories, which I'm assuming, of course, is in the Monster Hunter series. Yep. Uh, which Fall. Monster Hunter, I found out I was listening to another podcast, is um, one of the best-selling series for Capcom. Really? Yeah. It's. I want to say I, it, it sold sells really better. well in Japan, right? Yeah, I want to say that it sold better than uh, Mega Man. Wow. You know, Mega Man, though, is one of those games where you think, oh my gosh, they must have sold a ton of those, and it's yeah. really not, yeah. you know. I think the thing is, is when you think about Mega Man, it was however many years ago, and a game didn't sell a million copies then, you know. Right. Everybody loved it. Yeah. I think but... Mega Man 2, I read the other day, sold like 1.2 million copies total, which oh, is, uh, you know, okay, but it's not. Well, yeah, right now. Yeah. Um, Yokai Watch 2 Psychic Specters is coming fall this year. Cul-de-Sept Revolt. Not sure what I'm not sure what some know. of these are. I don't either. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, that's okay. Like cul de sept is that like a deceptive cul de sac? Yeah, I think so. I think oh, really? Right okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't actually think so, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll go with that. I'm not even an Avenger, I guess. Yeah. Uh, RPG Maker. What is that? FES Fire Emblem Stories. No, this is actually uh, just RPG Maker. So if you're unfamiliar with this, this is actually a thing that's existed on the PC for a long time. I'm familiar with it. Um, yeah, it lets you actually name. make. Uh, video games, uh, specifically role-playing games. And this is the first time that it's really kind of ventured off of PC, I believe. And so literally with this game, you could actually, with you know their quote-unquote no programming necessary, actually make a role-playing game and distribute them. So huh. this could be, I mean, the downside of RPG Maker games is that they are kind of RPG Maker games. They all kind of look the same. They all kind of have kind of the similar hackneyed stories. But... It's really cool to to have this on a system where you could literally make your own role playing game and presumably um, actually distribute it too. Hmm. So it's a that's a really cool idea. And my guess would be, and I'm not, I don't actually know this, but that if you have if you have the PC version of role play role play, blah 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 role player maker RPG maker. Anyway, Lord I know, Cliff. my brain just died. If you have RPG Maker on the PC, you'll be able to distribute to uh, the DS would be my guess. I was going to edit that out, but that was just too amazing for us to I sit through. I, like, I, I, I want everybody to, to experience that. I tried to make that game titled 50 characters longer than it actually was. It's only three letters. I know, right? right? <laughs> Rules of player. I think I tried to make it role player game maker, and that is not what it's called. No. Roller Derby Maker yes. game. <laughs> anyway, I think that'll be cool. I'm very excited about that and, and kind of the possibilities that that has with it. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement, and, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. There's an underdog story happening today in America. Small businesses are fighting to make a comeback, but in the moment they have the least, they're giving the most. They're rallying communities and neighborhoods, yet asking for little in return. Well, it's time we gave back. 
Small Unites is making it simple for everyone to take action and support the small businesses that unite us all. Find out how you can donate, shop, and share today at smallunites.org. Um, so, and then there's Miitopia, which I don't know anything about, but I can only imagine it is something like uh, the Mii game on your phone. That would make sense. There are two eyes in it, so it's... Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me is excited for this. And then, right. like, at least a couple of Kirby games. Yeah, I want to say there's, like, I want to say there's three Kirby games coming out. Too. Looks like there might be one missing here, but I know that it's, what, the 30th anniversary of mm-hmm. uh, Kirby. So, okay, yeah, one for each decade. Uh, Kirby Clash Deluxe, that wow. is out now. That came out, I want to say that came out with Nintendo Direct. They were like, it's available now. That's cool. Uh, Kirby Blowout, Kirby's Blowout Blast, a.k.a. Kirby Goes to Taco Bell. Ah. That's uh, coming this summer. Not really. He doesn't go to Taco Bell. He could eat a lot of Taco Bell. I believe it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just thought Kirby at Taco, Bell, Taco like... Bell. And he could launch projectiles out the backside. <laughs> it's a whole different Kirby's blowout it was, it was, blast. It, it was really nice when Adam just made that that kind of inference yeah. that that could happen, and then Dylan has to like drive but, that oh, home. Oh, that's okay, because there's somebody But it's a new I'm gameplay sure. element. Not now, now Kirby doesn't just launch fireballs out of his mouth. <laughs> Kirby and a, and a lighter. and What if the enemies are coming from both sides? <laughs> Kirby and a lighter. Or he just jumps higher. It's hard to say. Wow. Anyway. Uh, and then Bye Bye Boxy. Which is also no, available no. now. Bye bye box boy. Bye bye box boy. Oh, a lot sorry. of alliteration there. Bye bye box boy. Bye bye box boy. Which looked kind of cool. A little another uh, puzzle platformer kind of thing. I like it. Yeah, it looked really. I cool. think it's great that there's this kind of support to the 3ds. Like, I mean, I think all three of us own one of these. It's nice to see that it's not dead. Yeah, and I think part of the reason what spurned me on to buy the Ocarina of Time, I was like, well, it looks like they're obviously going to keep supporting the 3ds, so I might as well right. Yeah, jump in. It's great. So it's real good. Which I also found out really weird. So real quick, uh, so on the Nintendo, there's the new Nintendo 3DS and there's the Nintendo 3DS. I've got the original Nintendo 3DS oh, yeah. okay. or the 3DS XL. Yeah, yeah. Um, then there's the new Nintendo 3DS, which has got those little colors and the mm-hmm. word "new" on it. Certain games are only playable on yep. the new Nintendo 3DS. Ocarina of Time plays on all the 3DSs, including the 2DS. Yeah, yeah. Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past does not. Only the new 3DS. Yep. Yeah, it, does that make sense to no, any of us? To, which um, one's that? The new new the, 3DS like the, has got the, the bestestest of the Link games. It's got beefed up specs and it's got like eye tracking in the yeah. camera, so the 3D you don't have to hold it yeah. in a specific place. It, it kind of uh, it no, it does not make any sense at all, and I think it's really stupid. Like none of I don't believe any of the SNES games in the eShop yeah, that's actually right. will play on the anything but the new one, which is. Come on. It just seems very, very unlikely that that's not a gating thing. Like my brother yeah. pointed out, like you could emulate SNES games, I think, on the PSP. You can, so, I can emulate SNES games on, on my your cell phone. phone. Yeah. And I've been able to do that for, for five years. Time. Yeah. So well. to me, it seems like a gating thing, but maybe not. Maybe there's something I don't know about emulation. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's a lot of things I don't know about emulation. So I don't know. But yeah, it's real dumb. Right. And I have an old one, so I'm screwed. Oh, I thought you put your hand up. I love when Dylan asks questions. No. I mean, if you want, it's fine. Why don't you tell us about the NES Classic? It's gone. Because you have one. Damn it. Well, it's not quite gone. (laughs) Almost gone. But they're not making more. Yeah. Last shipment this month, I believe. Yeah. And why? (laughs) My assumption is that Nintendo hates money. Um, I mean, I guess. It makes no sense. Or maybe they're just not. Maybe, honestly, maybe they really just weren't making that much. And that's what... I mean, maybe they were, maybe they weren't. Maybe I read a little bit of it online, and that's know. what they said, is that that it could be 
a lot of things. It could be that they, yeah, they just it wasn't a profit center. It was literally they were selling these for sixty bucks and they were making. 58. Then why did you sell them for sixty bucks? I think it, yeah, right. Because they could have <laughs> sold it because people were obviously people were buying to pay them for two hundred dollars. So. Why? Why? Uh, you know, maybe it was that. Maybe it was their licensing deals with the um, games only went yeah. so far. Maybe they just don't want to. Uh, maybe they don't want to have to be promoting a switch and this thing they didn't want to steal fire away from the switch dylan's phone has buzzed like eight times in the last 30 seconds someone's in my backyard or something i don't know (laughs) there's someone at my front door there's motion oh it's someone walked up to the house from it sounds like a package someone left a package on the doorstep have you got a smart camera house there's cameras leading into the driveway and then there's a camera on the doorbell so when someone walks by the doorbell it triggers and then when they ring the doorbell it triggers (laughs) but then when they even walk up to the front of the house it the other camera triggers. Really what's happening is ninjas are invading Dylan's right. house right now. To steal his Sometimes Nintendo. Sometimes it's just Classic. the sun. Sometimes it's squirrels. The sun? When it's yeah. squirrels, like When it's the awesome. sun rises and the light changes on the house, it's like, camera! Huh. I love it. Check oh, it yeah. out. Anyway. Like, so, but, and then again, also, like a lot of people said, and probably they're true, like the NES Classic was literally just a placeholder between... Yep between announcing the Switch and then the Switch actually coming out just to kind of satisfy Get people. Get some Nintendo hype going. Yeah, the other and thing could just be that Nintendo is really not happy that it got hacked. Um, and it got hacked bad. Um, like, Nintendo's treating hacking on the Switch like super seriously. Super serial. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> where they're offering rewards of up to $20,000, I want to say, if you can, and it's literally like the range is from 100 to 20,000, or maybe it was 100 to 2,000. I don't remember. Regardless, they're willing yeah. to pay people if, if you, you can, find out that yeah, somebody's and you report it, it instead That's of. Crazy. Not, well, if, if you find a, you know, a loophole or a glitch or whatever that would allow you to hack it and report it instead of exploiting it. So, gotcha. you know, they, I don't think they were happy about that. And I don't think that they were happy that essentially they released an emulation machine, but, mm-hmm. uh, who knows? And they're not saying so. But it's a, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> well, now that now that that's gone, now they can start talking about the SNES classic, right? And that actually excites me more than the NES one. I'll be honest. Or I'll just find a way to hack my NES classic. There you go. Do that. Is that what people were doing then? Were they shoving other games? I don't know. Or? I don't remember what games. I know you could hack it. I know you could put ROMs on it, but I don't oh, remember yeah. if it was just NES games or uh-uh. was it? There was. So I came across. Oh, and see, this is the thing. Like I could probably make us twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, because I found somebody who was selling a uh, hacked. Oh, oh, and they don't care NES about classic. people selling it. It's they want to know the exploits that they did to do it. So oh. you report those instead of exploiting. Gotcha. It instead, yeah. Well, but yeah, on the NES Classic, there's somebody had it hacked and it was up for sale for the same price as what people are asking for. The, yeah, just the basic ones. ones, but I mean, there were it had uh, GameCube games on it. It had all kinds of yeah, all kinds. I of stuff. just assume. I mean, the assumption has always kind of been that it's essentially just kind of a Raspberry Pi esque system, yeah. and so Raspberry Pi will run all a ton of, of emulators. So who knows? So yeah, so there's that. Anyway, sad. Why? You, yeah, right. <laughs> you want to talk about Betacon? Betacon was fun. It looked real fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, there were a lot of really, really great uh, vendors. Um, a lot of great, a lot of good stuff on display, but um, there was so much going on, and I got so much audio from all these great like developers and writers and uh, reps, level designers, level designers, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, I got interviews with a lot of people, so we're actually going to have a supplemental kind of side podcast with all of that audio and all those interviews in there. 
And it's good. Like I listened to all the Did audio, and it's really interesting. Like it was, it was very cool to to hear. He was all too. Cliff was all surprised. He was like, "Yeah, I listened to those, and it's like those are really good." Like, yeah, Adam knows what he's doing. Yes, I do. Apparently, apparently Adam's been a professional interviewer before. I've done. Who this. knew? <laughs> no, they're really good though, and it just it's really interesting to hear the people he talked to. There's some stuff I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, one of the people I talked to was Anna Schumann. Um, and she was with Ragtag Games, Ragtag Studios, and they've got a game coming out. It's called Raise the Dead, and it's R-A-Y apostrophe S, so Raise the Dead. <laughs> so you play this guy who gets zapped back to life. Is his name Ray? His name is Ray. Perfect. And it's all about him discovering, you know, where he came from, his memories, and then finding his friends who have passed away since then and raising them from the dead and, like, learning to control like all these other zombies, and it's kind of like a Paper Mario esque looking two D. Oh, it's so kind of thing though. in a three D world. Graphics. Yeah, it's adorable. Um, that was definitely one of the ones um, set up that everybody was waiting to see. And it's on the Vita. And it, I know, so that's yeah, that's where I was going because when I asked her, and you can hear her in the interview, um, I asked her what platforms it's coming to. She said blah 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 PS Vita, and I was like, oh, it's really nice to hear the Pita's still getting love. And the, she the said. Pita. Did I say the Vita? You did. I meant the Vita. (laughs) Like, it's so so good to hear the Vita's getting some love. And she talked about how much she still, she loves her Vita. So, yeah. So that that game is a lot of fun. And we've got links to all these games and these studios and whatever uh, for their Facebook pages and their websites uh, on our Facebook page. Do we? Uh, I posted, oh, you did. Yeah, you I posted, posted a post. Yeah, I posted yeah. the post. You posted a post. Um, so, yeah. Did you, either of you get a chance to check out any video from that game at all? No, not yet. No? It looks really cool. Yeah, it's really the cool. The video that I did check out, though, was Res... Please? Res, please. That's Res, what it is. please. Yeah. So, that was... So, first of all, all these games were in what's called Pig Squad. Pig Squad had this area set up in the venue that was kind of... Um, it was almost overbearing. It was so big. <laughs> um, but in the best kind of way, because you could see this was where all the action was at. And Pig Squad stands for Portland Indie Game Squad. And that's where I found Anna Schumann with Raise the Dead. That's where I talked to Nina from Fulbright about Tacoma. And that's where I talked to I'm the so guys. Excited. I know. That's where I talked to the guys uh, from Long Neck Games for Res Please. And Res Please is this really cool puzzle platformer where you basically play two failed wizards at wizarding school and you have to basically save the world. And the only power these wizards have is to res one another. My, my favorite thing is when you go to their website, the very first video is just the 15 different ways you can kill each other. It's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so basically to, to move ahead in this game, you have to die. And then it. you have to res one another. So, and is it multiplayer? Is it is it you killing yeah, yourself? Or it's can single it be, it can or be. it's single or two player. Oh, it's amazing. Um, so you can play both the characters at the same time and set things up for the way you need to, or you can do it, you know, co op. It's so pretty. It looks so fun. I'm very excited about yeah, this one. Yeah, and it's really cool because it's just two guys, two brothers. Um, yeah, like a graphic designer and a one developer. is an artist and the other yeah. uh, learned to program in Unity. Although actually, he taught himself. And that's actually the thing that I thought that was really cool. But then I thought it was really interesting that the other guy was a sculptor, too. Yeah. Like, was not a graphic designer. It was actually his art was sculpting. So Yeah, so it's, it's cool. just they sat down and said, hey, let's try this. And they've got it. And their website is respleasegame.com, R-E-Z-P-L-Z. Uh, so that was a good one. Uh, there was a lot of other ones. There was a really cool Tetris-y kind of uh, thing that was going on. 
didn't really get a chance to talk to them about that because the other one that was the big one right there that everybody wanted to play was Tacoma <laughs> from Fulbright Studios. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, if you aren't fam- familiar with Fulbright, it uh, is the game develop- development studio that made... Um, Gone Home. Gone Home. <laughs> I blanked there for just... I, I was about to say everyone gone to the rapture. I'm like, that's not right. Gone not Home. Um, they're... The, the, uh, the folks came from uh, Bioware. They made the Minerva's Den DLC for um, Bioshock, Bioshock 2. Two. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, because the, uh, the lead developers on Gone Home were originally from Bioshock yep. and Bioshock 2. And Steve Gaynor, and I don't remember who the other co-founder is. I forget her yeah, name. She mentions, her, she mentions his name. Yeah, uh, Steve Gaynor and then a, a woman. I don't remember her name. But, oh, okay. uh, and then uh, Nina Fulbright. Is, or, man, Cliff you Brain is over off the place today. It's today. Nina... What's her last name? I'm just going to go with Nina right now because I'm drawing a blank. Me too. Nina. But anyway, Nina was the the lead uh, level designer for Tacoma. And it was really cool because I got to talk to her. And I also talked to Enna from uh, the Ragtag Studios. And I also talked to another woman who was there who does a lot of streaming and stuff. So it was just really cool to see a lot of females, a lot of women in the industry taking the lead on some of these games. Because I know that's been a thing recently where you don't hear about that and all the all the equal pay stuff and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's such a big deal right now. It was really cool going to not just this giant indie game booth at this con, but seeing all these really important women running the show. Yeah, it's so really cool. that was awesome for me. I like it. Um, but yeah, so I talked to all of them about all these games, and I also talked to Will, who was the founder of Pig Squad about six years ago uh, in Portland, which they've got these really cool little cube piggy things. Is this mine? You can have it. Yes! It's a sticker. I love pigs. Do you? I had a pet pig. I did not know that. Did I know that? He was my best Maybe friend. I did. Anyway, he was my best a- friend. <laughs> <laughs> pig Squad has got this giant uh, pink pig pig cube it's in their booth. Amazing it was too. It's awesome. like it, it, like when he says big too. I mean, ten was, feet tall. Yeah, it was taller than me. You're way so taller. I was gonna say is yeah, solid eight. It's amazing. It was a. It looks like a pig, pig from Minecraft too. Like it's very oh, boxy. That's what, I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So, but, it's awesome. Uh, Will was really cool. Everybody was really cool at this show. Yeah. Um, so it was really great to talk to them. And I also got to talk to a guy named Justin about an app called Kinjo, which was the other big thing for me to take away from Betacon. And he's one of he's got the longest interview I think uh, that I was able to to get, just because it was such an interesting thing to see how this app disrupts the game reselling industry. Because what it is, is it's a game reselling app, is what it is exactly what it is. And it connects you peer-to-peer, locally, with other gamers, and that's all it is. It's just games, and it's not any game at all. Right now, they only support 10 platforms. Um, and they're going to roll out slowly more. I think he said they want to have roughly 25 supported by the end of the year. Have you uh, downloaded it yet? I have not, because it just went to uh, beta testing or open beta or whatever for Oregon only. Oh, sure, sure, So sure. it's only Oregon, but I think they want to roll it out nationally. So I've got to drive down to Portland to sell Pretty my much. Uh, copy of GTA f- Five. Sure. Perfect. But um, it was really interesting to talk to him about that and how it might disrupt that game reselling industry, especially with all the uh, kind of bad-ish press that GameStop has been garnering more. It's like snowballing for them. Yeah. Ga- uh, the only company that's worse than GameStop right now, I think, is United. So, oh. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. And it's only because GameStop hasn't like dragged anyone out of their store yet. Mm-hmm. So um, when, it, when it does come out, do you think this app is something either of you would be interested in using? I kind of go back and forth on things like that. Um, 
like I love the idea that I love being able to get more money than you know my six ninety from um, <laughs> GameStop uh, and not having to go to a GameStop. Right. Um, so I, I like those things, but at the same time, like I hate meeting weirdos. Oh no! The- this the thing with this too. The other thing that I should say: this is a cashless system. Oh, that is cool. Everything is all built into the app. No, like I want to say they take a ten or fifteen percent cut. That's nice. And that's it. Everything is all built into the app. Because I, like, I don't know. I don't want to show up with $50 to meet Craig. Yeah, exactly. You know, in the Safeway parking lot at 2 a.m. And it always seems like, I don't know, every single thing I've ever sold or bought on Craigslist felt like a really weird drug deal. (laughs) Um, Like, hey, man, like, first of all, like, okay, I'll meet you at the library. I'm like, okay, how will I know which one of these hundred people is you? Like, you're going to be wearing the red rose in your lapel, you know, like... (laughs) And so it, it always feels awkward. They're like, no, just meet me at my house. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's because that's the way like horror movies start. Like, <laughs> and end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so like maybe. Right. Um, but uh, like I said, it would be nice to, you know, be able to sell my copy of whatever and not make $4 in in-store credit unless you want to or right, $5 cash or $6 in-store credit. You know, right. like, What about you? For me, I'm. I just don't like selling my games. Yeah, that's true. Oh, too. really? I don't sell games. Yeah. Right what about what I mean? What about when it comes to buying games? Because you can buy games too. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's yeah, really so dumb. Yeah, like... I totally buy games. <laughs> <laughs> Except I want to buy so much digitally now. That's also true. Because I. Right. That's the... Although, like we were talking about yesterday, like one of the one of the things that has really frustrated me about the digital economy, and I'm a huge fan. I mean, I've got 6.7 million Steam games, so obviously I like digital games, but. Uh, I find it so frustrating that I went to buy because, like I said, my kid wanted to play Destiny with us. I'm like, oh, I'll just you know, I'll just go buy a copy. No big deal. A digital copy of Destiny is like sixty dollars mm-hmm. right now, even though I could go buy a used one at GameStop for five. Yeah, because they don't have shelf space, and so there's literally no reason they ever have to drop prices. Um, it was the same very until very recently with Grand Theft Auto. Like Grand Theft Auto Five came out in 2014, I think, for oh, the yeah. Xbox. It's sixty dollars online because Jeez. people are still buying it. Yeah. But you can buy it, and you're not eating up shelf space by offering. You it can buy a physical a copy for twenty five, twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, and those are both new, and that's ridiculous to me. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth. Like I, I hate paying a ton of money for stuff like that, but at the same time, I like supporting game developers. So mm-hmm. buying used stuff seems kind of, I don't know. Right. It's it's really hard. It's a really hard kind of thing to figure out. True. Um, and I did ask Justin about the whole digital thing. They, there are a lot of things going on right now in the industry and in the legal system uh, to when it comes to digital content. Like, if you buy it, why can't you sell it? Like, right. how, who really owns this? That is a yeah, really because you just, good you're essentially licensing that. I don't know if people realize that, but when you buy a digital copy of a game, you are not buying a copy of that game. You are literally licensing that game from someone else. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, I do know that there are things going on to try and figure that out in particular, like, can you do this with this as you please? And that is something that they are looking forward to, is a digital redistribution kind of thing with the Kinjo app. Very cool. So, yeah. I like it. Can I get, like, a disc changer for my Xbox or something? So at least I can put, like, ten games in it at <laughs> once with my right? disc. I really just don't want to. I love the convenience of being able to swap to a game yeah. when I'm just like, oh, I want to play something I different agree. real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a pain in the butt to, like, go Like, it's find... even worse for me, like, because I've got two Xboxes, and so one of my Xboxes isn't even in the same room as all my games. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to go in the living room, get the game. Aww. And for me, too, like, I'm a terrible person, so it's like you open the first game case, and there's a different game in there, so then you have to go oh. to the second <laughs> game case, and open that would, nope. <laughs> 
the third game case. <laughs> I'm like six game cases, and I'm like, oh, that's where it is. Right. I don't <laughs> or, know. Or usually I'm like, well, this game's not here. Oh, it must already already be in my Xbox. <laughs> right. I don't know. I know I'm personally because I do. I buy a lot of secondhand games. Yeah. Like I want if I can tell you when I go to GameStop, I'm one of those guys, and I'm like, oh, that game's only ten dollars. Yeah. I will take it, even if I only might maybe play it. Right. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. And the other cool thing is like since it's a local connection kind of thing, Kinjo. Um, Justin explains in uh, our interview, but if you don't listen to it, well, shame on you. But also, Kinjo is Japanese for neighborhood. Very nice. Yeah, yeah definitely listen to these. I, I don't know exactly when we'll release them, but uh, oh, they're going to go up. This I'm going to try and have these up alongside oh, this same day. So yeah. go listen to them now. It'll be good. Yeah. Well. Cool. Oh yeah, you can say now because exactly. Okay. Perfect. Uh, we yeah. break. What? Can we stop? For I minute? guess we can take a break. So hang on, we'll be right back. It looks like Cliff needs to go TT. Maybe we'll just talk until you come back. Talk, talk, talk right. until you come we back. Can do that. Talk, talk, talk until you come back. <laughs> it's the Dylan and Adam show again. All right, for the second installment. So we've been rambling. Is there anything that you haven't been able to say that you've been wanting to say in our show today? <laughs> Usually. <laughs> right. Okay. Nothing today. I, I try to do the eyes thing, like eye contact. I try and catch contact, it too. Eye contact. Have I been doing okay? Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, Good. I'm actually gonna keep recording this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did you listen to the uh, interviews from Betacon? Not yet. No. Oh, they're good. Nina was great. Nina was awesome. I was really excited to talk to her. And I kept, if you listen to the interview, you'll hear me say, okay, Cliff is really excited for this Tacoma game. And I say it like three or four times throughout the whole thing. Uh, she was a lot of fun. And Tacoma looked really cool. She talks about this cool kind of scrubbing feature where, because you're discovering like video logs of stuff and you can kind of go through it. And then once you get to a space where you're like, okay, well, I followed them enough, you can rewind back to that point where this person split off and then go a different way. And follow where that story split off and see what goes on That's while cool. the other thing's going on. I like it. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting thing. I like it. Did she explain to me where Tacoma the name came from? Where? Well. You'll have to listen to the interview. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Are we still talking? Yeah. Still wait. God, what is he doing in there? He's probably not even there yet. I know, right? <laughs> we have codes we have to put in our bathrooms here at work, and it it can be quite the uh, conundrum for some people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really funny when you're sitting there washing your hands and you hear someone just incorrectly input it like six times in a row, and you're like, hey, I'm not opening it for you because you probably great. stink. This is, wow, this is awesome. Like, we literally just kept this going. People are listening to this. Like, what, what if they? What if they were like, ah, for the first hour they usually talk about blah blah blah, so they skip right to here. And we're talking about Cliff having trouble getting into the bathroom. Yeah, there's no. This isn't in the show notes. No, it's not in the show notes. Not at all. <laughs> there's nothing in the show notes. <laughs> we could do behind the scenes. Oh, look, he's back. He's that was really back, fast. back, back, back. Cliff is back. And luckily, everything come out all right. It did. And. uh... <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, someone else was leaving as I was getting back because I forgot my security card to get into the building. Well, so, Oh, no. Okay, gotcha. We were talking about how you might be having difficulty punching in the numbers. <laughs> he was getting to that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we literally talked the entire time you were gone. We Excellent. finished the show. Excellent. Well, I'll go so we're done. Yeah. Perfect. Not really. That didn't happen. It's all good. Uh, Vinny would be very, very mad. Yes, we or, should. Well, I don't think he'd be mad. I think he would probably be a little, well, <laughs> a little sad. But that's make- okay. 
Are you gonna make a cool Vinny bumper that has like, hey, Vinny? <laughs> you went to you went from hey Vinny to basically hey Adrian. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole wrong yeah. movie. Now, if you could just make your face look like it's made of silly putty like Sly Stallone, then you would be Ooh, good God, to go. He's gotten real oh, old. Yeah. Are you trying to say old? HGH and plastic surgery don't go no, well together. No, no, just right? don't do that ever. Yeah. Uh, so now that Cliff is back from wherever he may have gone, yes. Uh, it is time to uh, remind everybody that you can find all the Betacon interviews alongside our podcast when it posts uh, as you're listening to this. And it's time for My Cousin Vinny. Yay! Hey, Vinny! <laughs> that might actually... We should fire Dylan. You might need to keep that. You can you can cut that out and then yeah. put it... I think my the... favorite part is, is like none of us know what Vinny sounds like. He, I, Dude might be from Ohio. I... <laughs> yeah, where, wait, where is he from? Do I'm not sure. Know? I, we could probably find out. Yeah. But either so way... You, you, I'll the, do the, some the... research. You tell us what he's asking this week. Dylan's assumption is that he's from Jersey. Like, it's, it's just his thing. <laughs> Everyone is. Maybe. Who knows? Your name is Vinny. You're from Jersey. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he goes by Vincent. Or Philadelphia. Or Philly, yeah. Oh, he's in Massachusetts. Hey! Close enough. Anyway. My Boston accent's pretty good, too. (laughs) Tune in next week. This might be our worst episode ever. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I love it. Anyway, uh, Vinny's question for this week is a great one. Um, One I'm going to have a difficult time answering because I don't. I don't know. Oh, I already have an answer well picked out. But anyway, the question is, before we start talking about the answer, is uh, what is our favorite side quest in any game and what made it great for you? Okay. Do you have one? Yeah. Go. (laughs) I should. Adam's treating Dylan like a third grader. No, it's okay, Dylan. Come on. It's all right. It's okay. okay. Dylan, favorite side quest. Go. Side quest. Well, there's a couple games that come to mind when you think side quests, and one of those would probably be like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna have a lot of great side quests. However, I think Borderlands really nails. Oh, oh I didn't yeah. having great side quests. I mean, you could go down the list of like side quests in Borderlands that are awesome. Yeah, um, they usually have some funny pop culture reference, yeah, yeah. some joke. I mean, a lot of it's. I mean, in just like the dialogue boxes and whatever, but. One side quest in particular in Borderlands 2 um, is, it is called, one sec, I, wa- I want to make sure I get everything right. Um, <laughs> Dylan didn't come prepared. Which I only played a little bit of Borderlands 2. I played more of the pre-sequel <clears throat> than anything. I, I was just talking to my it. brother, like, I'm like eight hours into Borderlands 2 and I started about a year ago. I really, really, really yeah, need to finish good. that one out. Well, the side quest I'm referring to is called Shoot This Guy in the Face. <laughs> um, you you stumble across a guy who is a, he's a psycho. So if you're familiar oh, yeah, with Borderlands, yeah, yeah. the psychos are the, the character you see on the cover of the game. Yeah. And this one is pretty, yeah, this one particular psycho, he will not attack you. He sure. is non-hostile, I guess. His name is Face McShooty. <laughs> and he really wants you to shoot him in the face. I will now quote you the dialogue from Face McShooty. Cue piano bed. Shoot me in the face. In the face. Do it. Shoot me in the face. Face, 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 face. Now, bullets in the face. Want them, need them. Gimme, gimme, gimme. At the sound of the bell, it will be face shooting o'clock. Bong. Knock, knock. Who's there? Shoot me in the face. End of joke. I'm going to sing a song. Shoot me at the end of it. Da, 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 da. Bong. I notice you haven't shot me in the face. Curious as to why? Maybe you're a wing... Maybe you're weighing the moral pros and cons, but let me assure you that, oh my God, shoot me in the goddamn face. What are you waiting for? 
in the face. Not so complex. Need it. Want it. Have to have it. Face shot. Boom. Brains everywhere. Not the knife. Not the arm. Not the spine. Face. It has to happen. Facey face. Face face. Tired of waiting. No more waiting. Need a face shot. Boom squish. Yay. <laughs> I just and, dropped my Vita. <laughs> and if you choose to shoot him not in the face, he responds to you with things like, I said in the face, wasn't my face, was I not being clear, face, bullets face, not asking much, do you not know what a face is, <clears throat> my face, the thing shouting at you, shoot it. <laughs> I may be crazy, but at least I know what a goddamn face is, shoot me in it. Oh! And when you shoot him in the face and complete the quest, he says, "Thank you." <laughs> I'm gonna go home right now and play Borderlands Two because this the, is yeah. the most amazing thing ever. That's incredible. Um, um, this will also unlock an achievement on uh, both Xbox or whatever system you're playing on called "Well, That Was Easy." <laughs> <laughs> oh, my my choice is not nearly oh, as good now. Man. I feel bad. That's um, great. So, and in that game, is that um. Is there voice acting? Is he actually saying that I in the game? I think so, yeah. Oh, God, I hope so. There's, there's, you can just, I mean, you can just YouTube the video. I also very much want to do, like, a dramatic Shakespearean-esque <laughs> reading of that. Right. Oh, that's incredible. That's awesome. Whew. I love it. That was, that's an excellent choice, Dylan. Yeah. That was a real good choice. Is that the only one? Because that was pretty much, like, that's the winner. That God, right? Like, you win. Yeah. yeah. You're, you, you have won the podcast day. Yeah. yeah. My Mine was going to be uh, the Dark Brotherhood quest line in Skyrim, um, which is just cool. You join, like, essentially the Assassin's Guild. Um, and, and I think the reason I liked that was, like, I don't ever play as a bad guy in any game ever mm. because, I don't know. Um, like, why? It's just not me. I have a really hard time. Like, it's such a stupid thing because I should just be able to go, like, oh, I'm the bad guy and make those choices, and I just can't. It's, like, the, the moral of it just doesn't work for me. Right. Um, and so joining the Assassin's Guild, like, is is real fun because you kind of have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you get to do a lot of really awful quests like i think i think my favorite was it was called uh bound until death and your objective in it is to actually kill the bride during a wedding ceremony and you get a bonus if you kill her while she's addressing the crowd after the ceremony (laughs) and so i mean but then you have to get away too wow um (laughs) And as I recall, she might have actually, I don't remember if she was a bad person or not. I don't recall. But it was a really cool quest line. And all of the all the Dark Brotherhood quests are that way. They're just, they're an evil underground assassin's guild. Uh, um, well. And they were very fun to play because it was so anti-character for me. Mm-hmm. So that, that, would be, that would be my choice. I wish I had one. I don't. That's okay. That's the thing. Like, I played too many... Actiony, beat 'em up, shoot 'em up, blah 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 things Uppity that aren't up. really that aren't they're not really questy kind of games. I'm just now getting into that stuff. Into questy games, so yeah. So I'm sure that we'll circle back in six months. Yeah, I'm gonna say right as of right now, my favorite side quest was the one I did last night for uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Nice. So there's actually two in that game. One is the one I did last night, which is you have to impress this, help this guy impress a girl. And you ask her what she likes, and she's working at this hotel. And you say, you walk behind the desk and say, hey, what do you like? Hmm. And she has this conversation with herself. She's like, okay, this guy's crazy. I'm just going to say whatever I want. Uh, And she's like, I really like crickets. So you have to go collect crickets. Who doesn't like crickets? That was kind of funny. And then when you're trying to get into the city with all women in the desert in Breath of the Wild, trying to get 
all the women's clothing that you need and finding the guy who's dressed as a woman yeah, yeah. Uh, in the game, that was also kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that's a good one. So, yeah. All this quest speaking reminds me of the game Quest 64. Did you ever play that? No. I heard of it. I, rem- I remember that. Yeah. Was it for the Nintendo 64? Nintendo 64. No, I don't remember I that just, I don't know why this popped into my head, but I remember playing this a lot. But I just wikipedia it real quick to get a kind of a a refresher but i just thought it was funny that the play the playable character is an apprentice mage named brian <laughs> brian sets off to find his father who has left the monastery of the mages the player learns later that his father is looking for a thief who has stolen the elitale book the player must also collect elemental amulets which have been hoarded by parable powerful criminals and are integral in the defeat of the enemy in the game's final boss. The game story is set in Keltland, a fantastic medieval world that resembles Ireland. <laughs> the bad guys, they were named Steve. Right. <laughs> Brian and, and Steve. That was just real funny to me. Yeah, I don't remember that game at all. I, rem- I remember it. I don't remember. I never played it, but I totally remember a game called Quest 64. Sure, sure, sure. Super funny, though. It's just nice. Quest 64. <laughs> nice. Well, I think, <laughs> you, uh, I don't think there are any cheap free games right now because we're kind of in that middle of the month. Limbo. Right? Limbo. Free game limbo. But I suppose mm-hmm. if you did not pick up uh, the Xbox games, well, their new Xbox games just unlocked, actually. Um, but I don't remember what they are. So there there will be two new ones that you could get right now that you could not get a couple of days before. Rise, Son of Rome? I think that one was, was that available one already, at the first of the month. Yeah, I don't know. We're really unprepared. But hey, there's no yeah, Xbox games. Yeah, Go get them. Yeah, get it. Go. It. Yeah. There's an app for that. There is an app for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you finally, can shop on your Xbox app. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. On your you phone, can on you can download app. your games with gold right there. Boom. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's how I've been adding stuff. I'm like, oh, crap, I need to add that stuff to my PlayStation library before they're gone. Oh, very so nice. So I pull it up on my phone. And it's cool because there's even a, I, since I realized this, if you go into the store and you just swipe, games with gold. It's oh, right there. You can tell us what they are easy, then. Easy. So Walking Dead Season 2, Ooh, Rise, yeah, Son that. of Rome, um, Assassin's Creed Revelations on 360. Nice. So those are what are there currently. Good stuff. But just straight from your phone. Nice. I did not know that. Do it. Uh, anyways, we're going to talk about something we don't talk about very often, and that is non-video game games. Yeah, um, games you might actually play in real life with other people that are right? human in, in meat space. Um, did you say meat space? I did say like meat space. as an MEAT space? Yeah. Uh, is that a th- as opposed th- to MEET space where you meet people in meat space? Anyway, yes, it is a thing, and yes, I did say it. I did not know that was a thing. Um, now I know. When Adam and I were at... Uh, Rain City Retro. Was that what it was called? I Excellent. thought it was. Sure. Renton, Renton City, Rain City Retro I don't know. Con. We went to some sort of retro con. That was what we called retro con, right? Yeah. That sure. place where I won a, a cool trophy for playing Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. Um, we ran into some cool guys that were making a card game. Um, and the card game is maybe not the most imaginatively named thing, but it's really fun. It's called Card Castle Game. And they just launched their Kickstarter uh, today, which is the 18th. So it's going to run for a month. And it's kind of a... If you've played War, it's got a very War feel to it. But then it was... Uh, Slapjack? Slapjack. And I hadn't played that, and you hadn't played that. I hadn't played it But either. Dylan has played that. Played okay. It. And so the idea is you, you, you've got a deck of cards, and there's uh, like some kind of fighting cards in it. So there's like, an, uh, there's a, like a, so a knight. There's, there's, a, a, there's a sorcerer card, or a wizard card. Yeah. and a, There's a shield, and there is... A door. A door, a dragon, and a... Like a knight and a something, something else. I there's think three like fighter yeah. cards. And... and that you deal out, you know, all the cards to everyone, and a person 
puts over a card, and if it's one of the fighter cards, you know, it could be a one, two, or three, and the next player has to get more. Either, to, they have to match that. Yeah, number. match it greater than equal to that. Yeah. So, and then if two cards are put down that the same, you slap them. You get to keep those. If it's a dragon, you slap that, and it burns the deck underneath. Yeah. Anyway, there's, there's all a, sorts of mechanics, and yeah. it's but it's really fun. Like I, and it's really easy to pick up. It's super not, easy. My nine year old loved it. Our power yeah. just went out for a second. I love that game, too, <laughs> mainly because I was able to sit down and go, oh, I get it. Yeah, it took them five minutes to explain it. And, and it's really fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so what we're saying is is go check out this Kickstarter. We'll put a link to it in our show notes, and I'll put a link to it on Facebook and all that stuff. But uh, it's it's really cool, and they're not looking for a ton of money to to do it either. I mean, it seemed like it was... Like a couple hundred dollars, I almost want to oh, say. Wow. Like I, it, like I loved it so much. I would, I might like just be like, hey, to my friends, give me, give me ten bucks, and let's just do this. Let's do yeah, it for I'm them. I'm going to look at what their Kickstarter is right now. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe there we go. Ah, another link. Yes, but the game was really cool for sure. Yeah, they're looking for. Oh no, I'm sorry. They actually want ten thousand dollars. Oh, <laughs> so, well, <laughs> it's a lot more than I thought. But uh, it's really fun, and they're at a thousand dollars, so they're they're getting there already. But uh, for I think you can. Let's see. Yeah, for fifteen bucks, you can pledge, and actually, uh, you'll get a copy of the game once their Kickstarter is final. So I think we're going to try and, and get these guys in, see if they want to come talk, but it, or make a video of how the game plays because it's just it's really fun, and it would be a simple game that you could just kind of always have in your back pocket to play with friends. Um, if you've got kids, it would be great for you know that kind of thing. Just that kind of stupid game that you could you know carry with you and break out and teach everyone in five minutes and you know pass the time waiting in line for a real video game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so it is like I said, it's called Card Castle, and uh, it's it's a it's a really good time. Uh, we'll post their stuff everywhere. Perfect. I love tabletop games. You, I love card games. I love. I don't play enough that of, kind of them. stuff. So. No, no, yeah, Dylan's like an actual like Magic the Gathering. Player. Like, you've played tourneys and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, wow. I see. I've not played that since I was, like, 13. Yeah, yeah same. I, I play played... all the all the games. I have a large collection of board games and things like that. Yeah, and I love board games, but people hate playing with them, me with playing them with me, because I'm, a, like, a, just a rule Nazi. So. Oh, yeah. Well, games are meant to be played a certain way, and if you don't play them the way the rules are written, then it breaks the game. Right? Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. There are not nearly enough people that understand but that. But house rules. And it's like, no, not house rules. You're... Breaking the game. Stop. Seriously. Yeah. So maybe, so, maybe, maybe Dylan maybe and I can, can play some games together. We can pay, take it back to 1968 yes. and play board games. I something. like board games. I'll yeah. play too. I do too. It's it's fun. fun. Perfect. Good. Uh, well then, uh, look for our supplemental podcast for all the uh, interviews and stuff from Betacon and all the info from that. That was a lot of fun. It's good stuff. Yes. I'm probably going to post those as videos as well, um, maybe with some okay. like, kind of screen grabs from or video from the actual game so you can kind of see what they're talking about as uh, okay. as they play it. So I think You've got be fun. more time to do things than I do, evidently. Because, well, he's going <laughs> on a cruise. Uh, yeah, I'm going out of town, so cruise. I'll be here. Yep. So there may or may not be an episode next week. We're working on that stuff. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. So we'll it may be a really though. bad episode next week. That's fine. <laughs> it will be great. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan and I are going to record it on our iPhone. It'll be yeah. fine. It'll be, um, it'll be live. From <laughs> Thank God I'll be out of the country. Yeah. It'll be perfect. <laughs> um, well, anyway, I thought if you're lucky enough to end, to listen to the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you a special new segment that I'm going to add to the show. Yes. It's called Troll Corner. <laughs> and I'm going to bring you a weekly instance where some trolls 
just is being a troll and would be better left under his bridge. It's <laughs> terrible. That might, so might fall on him. My, exper- my recent experience with a troll was... I wish I I just really want to give out their 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 screen names, do and, uh, but I'm not yeah. going to. But it's like I wish I could call them and be like, "Hey, Brian," but like <laughs> like all I have this is, is Brian's home address. Like, right? This is just Brian's the guy. But, I mean, he's he is anonymous, and that is why trolls get away with this kind of stuff. But after playing a competitive round of Overwatch, apparently I did not play to his preference. <laughs> um... I thought I did fine. I was playing a damaged character, and I received all the gold medals in all of the categories that matter to damaged characters. <laughs> so I think I performed okay, and I, I, it was a close game, and we got beat. But Mr. Troll decided to send me a private message on Xbox, <laughs> and he informed me that I was bad by writing the message, You're bad. <laughs> However... Mr. Troll needs to brush up on his English because he misspelled your and spelled like the it best of trolls. Y-O-U-R. So he told me it was my bad, as in the bad was mine. <laughs> he did not tell me I was bad. So I just simply corrected him with oh, an geez, did you? and wrote Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. You did, are. did he write back? No, nope, oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> because he he knows his he knows his error. <laughs> or if he if he didn't, he does, he does now. He does now. <laughs> but Mr. Troll, just stay under, under your, bridge. your bridge. I like that. Oh, that was great. Yay. New segment. That's good. <laughs> the only sad part about this is I know for a fact that I will consistently have these encounters every week, week yep. and I will bring it to everyone. Because I was going to say, out of the last three weeks, I think you've had two. Yeah, I've had I've had these. You may and have I was had like, more. Than maybe we don't know I should yeah. just. Yeah, exactly. And at some point, I'm just like, I'll just add this to the show. Yeah. Because, <laughs> and that's what the reality is. I've had two um, or three. It's. Oh, I just don't, don't be a troll. So. Yeah, I don't play with enough people to get yeah. trolled like that. So. Yeah. Anyway. You can find us online. You know what? Actually, this is actually pretty damn exciting. I'll be honest. We can say right now, if you go to YouTube.com slash Bite Me Podcast, holy crap, that's where our videos live. What? Yep. We cracked 100 on YouTube. We cracked 100 on Facebook. Party popper sounds. Gotta get cake. Yeah. There's lots of cake. It was was great. Um, It all happened like in the same day. And uh, it was really fun. So you can now find us everywhere. At Bite Me Podcast. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Bite me podcast. B Y T E me. Go yeah. home, get some cake or ice cream, and celebrate with us. Yeah, yeah. Yay! It was cool. Check us out there. Uh, if you listen to us on Podcast One or iTunes or Google Play, uh, rate us, rate us, us, review us. That'd be great. We'd really appreciate it. Watch our videos. Just don't review us after this episode. Yeah. <laughs> listen to another episode that might be better than this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the moral of the story is we should really record these towards the end of the day. I don't know. We're punchy in the mid afternoon. It's fine. It's that after lunch lull. Yeah, exactly. I had a burrito. It was good. I thought it was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this this is me being self-deprecating. The breeder was also good, though. What? Oh, self-deprecating. What? Oh, God. Anyway, I'm trolling. Yes.
Stay little chico, pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Shop Black Friday week deals Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 15% off. Get the big one throws, $8.49. Toastmaster small appliances are just $2.14 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday week deals at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. Office valid November 22nd through the 27th. 15% off with promo code ENJOY15. Lego and Fitbit offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20.